Hey guys, before we dive into the show, I wanted to tell you about my new trailer music toolkit, which is 100% free and you can download it right now over at richardprin.com forward slash toolkit. This toolkit contains... Firstly, my perfect trailer cue blueprint. It also contains a handful of one-shot samples, like huge trailer hits, pings, plucks, brahms, booms, transitions, and downers. Perfect for beginners, pros, and everything in between. Okay, let's get into the episode. One man. One microphone. And one medium-sized coffee. Welcome to the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Trailer Music Composers Podcast. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about the quiet panic, uh, which you may, may, you may or may not know about what I'm talking about. But that's why I'm doing this podcast, because actually, I mean, it's been a while since I've done one of these uh, monologue ones. Uh, In fact, actually, it's been a while since I've done many of these, actually. Uh, I've been a bit uh, intermittent with my episodes, which, you know, if if you kind of know me well enough, you'll understand. Otherwise, if you don't, you'll hear me say, well... Sometimes I just don't want to do it, and sometimes I do. <laughs> you know, I'm sure you get it. You know, sometimes you wake up and you're like, you know, I'm going to go for a walk instead of uh, doing my work. Right, so today, let's talk about this quiet panic. Now, the thing about trailer music is that we can all aim for this placements, and then we all aim for these regular placements. Uh, and, you know, we all, then, all we, then we aim for bigger placements and brasher placements and more expensive placements and we all keep focusing on this kind of continual up and to the right growth which is fine but what happens when the placements stop coming in now i'm absolutely positive there are some of you listening going hey this happened to me too it happens to all of us all of us We'll have periods when our placements just ramp up and all of a sudden we think this is never going to end. We're, we're going to be the most successful trading prices ever and then they just stop. Months go past with nothing. And outwardly, we're all being like, oh yeah, work's going great, man. You know, I, I got like a big placement a couple of months back. Yeah, it's just fantastic. Yeah, everything's brilliant. Inside, we are screaming and shitting our pants. You know, I haven't had a placement in two months. I'm being dropped by all my libraries. No one likes me. I'm rubbish. I'm untalented. Ah! And there's this like terror, sheer terror of not getting more work. Now, I'm not literally just going to do this podcast and talk about it like that, you know, but I do want to talk about it because I want you to know you're not on your own. I have periods of months when I don't get anything. And this is why it's good for me to not be on social media. Because it's the worst (laughs) for that feeling when you go onto Facebook and you see all these other composers landing placements. You're like, I want to be happy for my fellow composers. So I'll say congrats and give them a love heart. But inside, I'm really sad. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to pretend I am above envy because I am not above envy. I mean, 
I guess I am a little bit above envy because I will still say congrats and love heart, you know. And that's not saying that if you do see me love heart and congrats, I'm secretly envious. I do that regardless. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I'm digging myself in a hole. Uh, but what I'm just trying to say is, like, I'm not on social media, really. Uh, I occasionally go on to send some messages, and that's about it. But seeing other people land placements when you haven't had a placement for a while, it just kind of reinforces the fears, which is not good. So if you are in a place where you're not getting that many placements, take a break from socials just for a bit, maybe even just a day or a few days, because what we're all doing is I'm not posting on So I mean, I didn't used to post on socials really when I was like, hey guys, having a shit day, thumbs up. You know, I would be like, hey, hey, guys, another placement. Ooh, another placement. Hey, another placement. I'm not going to be like, uh, yes, I'm having this real struggle with my business. You know, I'm not, not going to post about that. No one does. You're only seeing the rose-tinted versions of everything. So this this aspect here is is not to go on socials because you're just seeing other people's rose-tinted lives, you know, filtered lives. So remember, you're not on your own and not getting placements does not mean it's the end of your career it doesn't mean you're being jilted it doesn't stop thinking of the worst so the first thing to do is just take a break from socials just for a bit like please just give it a rest <laughs> just just to ease that envy and give yourself some space go for a walk give yourself some love not like that I mean, go for a walk, you know, go buy yourself a coffee and watch the sunrise. Although at this time of the year, that would be what, like half four in the morning. So maybe don't do that. Um, Although you'd hear the dawn chorus, which would be a bonus, unless you're in town and then you'd only hear the pigeons. But anyway, so we're going to take a break for socials because, you know, we're in that place. We're in that quiet panic. Now, I want to kind of give you this as like advice. I've been doing this for over 10 years. Uh, As a trailer composer, I've been doing advertising and stuff like that for even longer. The trick to it is having your safety net. I mean, this isn't like official financial advice, but if you're like, if it's been a few months and you haven't had a placement, knowing that you've got six 12, 18 months of your bills and mortgage covered, it really reduces the pressure. I'm not saying you won't feel it, because I feel it. You know, even though I've got my runway of X amount of months, I will still be like, oh, blimey, it's been like two months, I haven't had one. Still, it's still crossing my mind, but I remember, you know, we've got the safety net. It's kind of like view the safety net as somebody sort of handing however much money you need for a year and saying, go do what you want. (laughs) You'd be like, cash back. I don't have to work. I can go surfing for a day a week, you know, or something like that. It's just the safety net gives you the freedom to enjoy your life and enjoy your work. And this is the last step of this. So we go off socials. We make sure we've got a safety net. And that doesn't have to be massive. It can be a month, you know. The point is that we know that we're covered, so the stress goes away. Because the times when I haven't had a safety net have hindered my creativity exponentially. I mean, like, I haven't been able to write because I'm so stressed about money. And that's not good. Um, And the third aspect of it is 
story. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep doing the thing you do and that you love. Because the, the work that you create in those months when you're not landing placements will bring you the placements in future months. It is a gift to your future self. It is you returning that favor and just being like, it's okay. I get I haven't had a placement, but that doesn't mean I'm going to stop writing. It doesn't mean I'm going to stop working, etc., etc., etc. And these three things will help this quiet panic no end. This idea that inside you're screaming with fear that you haven't got a placement. I mean, and I'm talking about those of you who haven't had a placement yet as well. Because that same feeling you're feeling now when you haven't had a placement, despite how many months of trying, is the same feeling as having no placement despite that many years of having placements. You know, I've, I've gone through... It was last year, recently, four months of no placements. And that's after 10 years of doing it. And I've got a large amount of albums out in the industry to my name. And I still will have a four-month period where I go, oh, didn't have any placements. And it's not like it was some kind of jolly carry-on moment when I'm like, oh, that's been four months. It wasn't that. It was like, oh, shit. This is the end, boo, boo, boo. You know, the doors start playing and I start walking around in the rain. It was terrifying. It is terrifying. But I just carried on producing the work I wanted to produce, carried on writing what I wanted to write, carrying on doing the thing. I have this little book called The 10-Minute Method. It's like a tiny little book. I'm really going to sell myself here. A tiny little book I wrote years and years ago as kind of like a manifesto to myself about just continuing to write. This whole idea of just taking 10 minutes every day just to do the thing. Because whether you're a successful writer or a, uh, an unsex- unsuccessful writer, air quotes on both of those, by the way, uh, you still will be writing. You know? You, so you just keep doing the thing. And that's what's important. Take your eye off when the last placement was. That's why socials is good, because you're not thinking about it. Give yourself some time to breathe and give yourself some time to create. If you find exercising helps, do that. If you find meditating helps, do that. If you find watching copious amounts of TV, maybe do that in moderation. <laughs> you know? But this is one of those episodes. It's kind of like the episode when I talked about uh, me having OCD and anxiety and depression. I wanted to share this. Much like the episode, again, when I talked about being dropped by a library. It happens to all of us, no matter what point in our career. At some point, you will stop working with a library, no matter how long you've been working for them. It's the same here. There will be a point where you have no placements for a while. Don't let that stop you because you've, you've got a safety net. You're carrying on anyway, carrying on, carrying on. And you're giving yourself some time to kind of feel more relaxed, more calm and be in your own life and not other people's by stepping away from social media. 
I've gone that one step further. I've taken emails off my devices. So I have no social media and no emails on any of my devices. And it is, I'm going to swear here, guys, I'm warning you, fucking glorious. Not for like, you know, because I would be, I'm just going to the post office, post a letter. Whilst I was queuing, I was checking my emails. And I was like, bloody hell, Rich. Why are you checking your emails? Like, you can't action any of the things that are being sent to you. So it's that thing where you go, well, I'm just going to go on my emails and do my emails. It's kind of like, you know, having a MIDI keyboard in your trousers. <laughs> no, no pun or no, no euphemism there. A MIDI keyboard in your trousers. And whenever you're stood there, you, get, you look at it and you think about work but you don't actually touch the keyboard. You just think about work and get all stressed about the work that needs to be done. And then you put the MIDI keyboard back feeling all stressed now. It's the same. So I took it all off and it's been brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I talked about, I think there was one podcast episode where I talked about like taking it off uh, your phone or at least, you know, limiting it. But it's, it's gone now. I have no emails on my phone. At all, no socials, uh, no no YouTube. Actually, uh, I still have the internet, so obviously I can still watch YouTube. I still can log into my emails, but I don't because it's a pain. You have to go in there, you have to type in an email and all that stuff, and all of that was a device to help me in those times when I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable. This episode is me saying, "I feel your pain. It's okay." Just keep creating the work that you create because you're amazing. And that amazing work is going to be a gift for your future self. All right, um, I've got a couple of interviews coming up. Uh, not in this episode, obviously, but uh, I just thought, actually, whilst this is on my mind, I want to talk about it. But yeah, a couple of great interviews coming up that I think you guys are really, really going to like. Uh, I would say sorry for my sort of, uh, what's the word, uh, not incompetent, <laughs> that's definitely the wrong word, uh, inconsistent delivery of content. But actually, do you know what? When I listen to a podcast and they take a few weeks off and then have a burst of two and two weeks off, I, I don't mind. I'm just like, yay, new episode. <laughs> so I hope it's the same for you rather than like, right, unsubscribe, he missed two weeks. So yeah, you guys are absolute legends. I really hope this helps. I, you know, like I said, I've been there many, many times, and I was there recently for several months. I understand that terrible fear and panic. Just make sure that you look after yourself and make sure that financially you're looking after yourself and make sure you keep writing the music that lights you up. Cheers, guys. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for listening. I have something really really exciting to offer you. I've put all 12 of my trailer music courses into a bundle called the Ultimate Trailer Music Bundle, and I've put it on for a very, very special offer. Head on over to richardprin.com forward slash trailer music bundle to get your hands on this awesome deal.